Pride is very important for multiple reasons. Having pride in the UK and in a developed Western country is also a beacon of hope for anyone in other countries who see gay people and trans people celebrating their lives. It gives them hope as well that they can make change in their countries. Hello and welcome to the Difference Makers podcast, brought to you by Chartered Accountants Worldwide. I'm your host, Indy Hoti. In this series, we're going to meet with leaders, many of whom are at the very peak of their influence and achievement, and some who are making their mark on the world despite their relative youth. They all share the view that the world can be a better place, and that they can and should do something about it. They're all Chartered Accountants. In this episode, we hear from Mufseen Mia. Mufseen is a member of ICAS, the Institute of Chartered Accountants of Scotland. He is the Finance Director of LGBT Pride in London and is also leading financial planning and analysis for Little Dot Studios, which is a digital media company. Mufseen is also a podcaster. We hope you're all inspired by Mufseen's story. Hi, I'm Mufseen Mir. Uh, I'm a chartered accountant. I trained with ICAS and I'm currently working as a financial planning and analysis uh, lead at Little Dot Studios. And I've had a lot of experience working with pride organisations in the UK. My future as a child was quite narrow. Growing up as a second generation Bengali Muslim, I guess you'd, you'd understand like the stereotypes of you'd be a doctor, be an accountant make the family proud and as being a gay man and um, a gay child some of the expectations put on to me were it felt very rigid um, and I always kind of was up against this resistance of um, I have to carve my own future in the way that I could be happy but definitely being an accountant was what something that my parents I knew would be proud of me. <laughs> From a very young age I didn't really know anything else other than just like making my family proud. When I came into kind of the teenage years, I was very studious. I was, you know, I was a bright kid, it's fair to say that. And it wasn't like it was effortless. I had to put the work in in order to get the good grades. But I knew that was something that gave me validation and um, respect from uh, my community, my friends. But I was also very aware that as a gay child, I was always kind of looking over my shoulder to make sure that I wasn't going to be you know, visibly queer or you know, seen or outed because that would really rock the foundations of what I was trying to build in those teenage years. Knowing now at an older age that 24% of homeless youth in the UK are LGBTQ, that's an extraordinary like percentage of homelessness. Um, a lot of that is because of rejection in family circumstances of when someone comes out. So I was, as a teenager, very scared because it was, a, it was a real risk for me that I would be outed and maybe my family wouldn't take that very well and I would not have uh, the support for my education or my career aspects. So it was all very interlinked at a very young age. There's a lot of serious stuff to think about at that age. So I was very studious. I was very driven in order to kind of find that stability for me. I took a 
detour through economics. It shows how powerful a good teacher can be. So in my A-levels, I had a really good economics teacher and he really showed me how the world works, how the businesses work, how people think when it comes to supply and demand and the different theories behind economic thought. Um, and when you have a good teacher, your mind opens up and you realise this is actually a passion and like, I can follow this through. The reality of uh, economics is that there aren't many jobs in economics other than to go into policy work. So I did an internship with the Treasury in London, uh, working in civil service. It just didn't feel right for me. So that's when I explored different avenues and accountancy felt a lot more natural to me to go into. I did my training contract with RSM and they were really kind of growing as a business, but also they were leading in the charity sector. Interestingly, at RSM, when I joined in 2012, there weren't many diversity and inclusion groups, networks, EDI networks. Well, the managers would all be fairly white English. And that's kind of just the product of how the industry has been for years and years and years. But it was great to see that there was a diverse talent pool there at a young age. And that made me feel very valued and very happy in that kind of workspace. And it goes to show how diversity and inclusion does empower people and make for a better workforce. And since then, I think they now have lots of diversity and inclusion groups for women, uh, black people, LGBT people, people of faith and disability networks. So having those networks allows people, and especially young people at graduate level, to come into a company and do more than just outside of their core workflow and allowing them to utilize existing skills and develop new ones. And that's kind of what, in the absence of EDNI networks at, when I was there, that's what I kind of started to do outside of work. So when I met up with Mustin, the things that really drew me to him to being a great part of the team was his passion for the LGBTQ plus community and the fact that he had a real passion to, to make a difference. My name is David Bloomfield. I was the uh, finance director of Pride in London and Mustin took over from me as the finance director in 2019. I could tell straight away that Mustin would be a great asset because of what he brought. As I say, he brought a, a different opinion to things as well as a, a, an amazing amount of skill. He has a different background and of course that brings in a different perspective. So he can draw on his background, not just of accountancy, but of his upbringing and his friendships, etc., to actually create a difference to the LGBT plus community. It takes a lot to put on such a big event in London. It is the second largest one day event in London after the London Marathon, I think. So... Why is Pride important? Um, Pride's important because when I was younger and exploring my sexuality or just kind of figuring out my identity and who I am, Pride was very important because it created a safe space for young people. Even people at older age who are exploring their sexuality later, it creates a safe space where people can attend 
and not feel judged and also see other people enjoy themselves and you know see different organizations and groups that are out there uh, and it's just a celebration of love and diversity he also makes a difference through his podcast that he does today we have the pleasure of sitting down with the incredible anna tienfeldt Anna, the spotlight is yours, so please introduce yourself to our listeners. So, my name is Anna. so the podcast Queer Talk is, the focus is really to talk about positive news stories. Unfortunately, in the UK, homophobia and transphobia has increased over the last few years, I think by four times and five times. So there's a lot of negative uh, rhetoric out there, and the podcast focuses on the positive news stories, really celebrating the wins that we have as a community and at the same time having interviews with people who are doing a lot of good in the community from different aspects of the community so like the bisexual community the gay community lesbian community trans community non-binary community and understanding that we're not the same but we all respect each other and that we are a community that celebrate first and foremost the podcast has been a great like journey for me because I've learned a lot from just interviewing people and it's not something I ever thought I'd do. Go back to episode one and start all over again because you've probably forgotten what we talked about from day one. <laughs> Don't listen to the people who call you a bean counter. It is actually a very valued profession and that's how I got involved with Pride in London because they valued my skills as an accountant. Doors can open, it will give you stability, it will give you a lateral way to think about business and people and it can really open up doors and I think it's really helped me personally to be able to give back to the community that I care about the most and I think that's a great, that's a great takeaway. The world needs leaders with vision, capability and compassion. Some of those leaders will and do come from Chartered Accountancy. Listen to other podcasts in the series on the Chartered Accountants Worldwide website and wherever you find your podcasts. If you like this podcast, why not take a moment to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever platform you listen on. It will really help us get the word out.